Blessings, everybody. Blessings. Thank you for being with us today on our Shabbat. And not just our Shabbat, everybody's Shabbat, you know. And, um, you know, we just praise God. It's, it's a day for resting. It's a day for truly just, you know, honoring God and loving God. Truly just blessing the creator that we serve. And we serve a real God. You know, um, we have a lot of us have stories that we tend to forget a lot about how God has delivered us to different things. But we always need to remember that we serve a real God who really does hear our prayers and is really watching everything that we do. You know, and the way he, he moves and works can be mysterious at times, but it's really, truly, you know, a blessing. We have to learn to trust him and know just because he doesn't deal with us as men and as human beings of the world doesn't mean that he's, he's non-existent. So I just wanted to open up today with that and we're going to start off with um, Hear Us From Heaven by Don Moen. Um, let's give us one moment. Hallelujah. Yes, okay. amen. Amen, um, welcome. And welcome to you. Um, can we say a prayer real quick? Uh-huh. Little Jeff. Uh-huh. Um, Julie just called me and just told me that he's in the hospital. They called Jeff and all family over to see you, to see him because because he don't think he's gonna make it. He's not gonna make it. Oh yeah, let's pray about him. Pray for him right now. Is he the one that um the little boy that has cancer has been battling with that for a no. while? Uh uh, Jeff. You know Jeff Spoonie's friend. Yeah. Debbie, Miss Debbie's son. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, his son. You remember him? Yeah. What's... No, Debbie's son. Huh? Debbie's son, Jeff, that went to school with Spoonie. Yeah, his son? No, him. Oh, Jeff himself. Yeah. Okay. Is it, do we do they know what's wrong or are we just gonna pray? Spoonie said that all of his organs are shutting down. Okay, let's just start to pray. Let's just pray now. Lord Jesus, we come before you today, Lord Jesus, for immediate intervention today, Lord Jesus. We pray for Jeff, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord Jesus, truly, Lord Jesus, that you reach down, Lord Jesus, according to your mercy, Jesus. We ask that you that you reach over to him, Lord Jesus, and bring him back to life, Lord Jesus. Restore him, Lord. Restore his health, Lord. We believe in you, and we know, and we believe full-heartedly, Jesus, that you are able to do all all thanks, Jesus. So we ask that you stretch your hands over and restore his his organs, Jesus. According to your Holy Spirit, Lord. Any sins, Lord Jesus, that may have caused him to be in this place, Lord 
Jesus at this time. We ask that you forgive him, Lord, that you extend your mercy to him, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you give him additional life, Lord Jesus, to serve you, additional life, Lord Jesus, to know you, Lord. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you bring someone into his life, Lord Jesus, that can be a millstone, Lord Jesus, to bring you into his life, Lord Jesus, as an anchor, Lord. If you have it in your will, Lord Jesus, to extend his life, Lord, so that he can have more time to know you, Lord. Then we pray, Lord Jesus, for Jeff, Lord Jesus, that you give him more life at this moment, Lord, that you restore him, Lord Jesus, and found those those doctors lord jesus and and all people lord jesus that that believe that this is the end of him lord jesus we pray that you distinct your mercy lord and and we love you lord jesus whatever your will is let it be done lord jesus but if it's in your will lord jesus we pray lord jesus that you completely heal him lord jesus in your holy spirit lord we thank you lord jesus hallelujah lord jesus amen in the holy name jesus Yes, yes, and like like we were saying in the beginning, you know, he's he's real. He is here, and you know, I actually, if we have any time, I definitely would like to share something. It might be after the sermon, but it's it's definitely got a lot to do with things like this and how we need to know that the God we serve is real. We need to know that we don't want to wait until we see him to know that he's real. We need to know it, and so um. You know, because it will help us. It will restore our hearts. It will restore everything in our life when we know that the God we serve is real. So I just wanted to share that. And we're going to go into worship today, keeping um, Jeff in mind, keeping his family in mind that God is capable of doing all miracles. This is one of the other things that is really, it's nothing to him. He could do all things. He can overturn every, every verdict. There's nothing there. It's not an if it's, it's a, it's just literally, it's not an if, you know, and we got to know that he hears our prayers, but we also have to respect like whatever his will is, his will be done, you know, but we got to know that what God chooses to do doesn't determine whether or not he hears our prayers or not. He hears them, but it's just that he, he has his own plans for whatever reasons he does. He allows things to happen or not. So, but he and when we send a prayer up we know that if it's in God's will it's going to happen so it's not about whether or not oh it doesn't happen so God God just wasn't able to no it wasn't in his will to happen if it doesn't but we have full faith in God that you know he he is merciful he extends mercy to thousands so more more times than not when we pray for people it overturns because of his mercy so, hallelujah, I just wanted to share that, and I have full confidence that if it's in his will for him for this for him to live life longer to get to know Jesus more, then it will be done. There's no doubt about it. I have no no doubt that he will be completely restored if it's in his will, he'll be completely restored, not a little bit, not halfway, not somewhat it will be he will be miraculously restored and it is, you know, hallelujah. So we're going to get right into our worship, Hear Us From Heaven by Don Moen. Hallelujah. And a place where we all can see here. I love to have everybody tune in, you know. It's a beautiful thing for us all to sing together in the name of Jesus. So hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. We know, Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise of the Lord this morning. Lord, hear our cry. Come heal our land And breathe life into these dry and thirsty souls Hallelujah, Jesus, yes Lord, hear our prayer Forgive our sins As we call on your name Would you make this a place For your glory to dwell Open the blind eyes Unlock the deaf ears Come to your people As we draw near here it's from heaven, touch our generation. We are your people, crying out in desperation. Mm. Lord, hear our cry. Come heal our land. Breathe life into these dry and thirsty souls. Oh, yeah. Lord, hear our prayer. Forgive our sins. And as we call on your name, would you make this a place for your glory to dwell? Open the blind eyes, unlock the dead Come to your people as we draw near. Here is some heaven, such a generation. We have a
Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Up next, I'm going to go into further worship. One of my all-time favorite songs, definitely needed right now. Just... Oh, you got it. 
session be today? When my life seems so cloudy, guide me up to that shore. I open up my heart. Oh yeah, yes I do. So show me to do things your way Don't let me make the same mistakes Over and over again Your will be done And I'll be that one To make sure that it's carried out That's why I want to talk to you And ask you for your guidance Especially today When my life feels so cloudy God, you still not sure
touch my like you do. I could search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is none. There is none. There is none like you. When I think about the Lord, save me. He raised me, healed me, Holy Ghost, we are the most. When I think about the Lord, how He picked me up and He breaks my feet outside the ground. It makes me want to shout. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are worthy of all of the glory, all of the honor, all of the praise. Make me want to shout. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are worthy of all of the glory, all of the honor, all of the praise. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and sing. Lord, I worship you. Because of who you are, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. You're Jehovah Jireh, I'm my provider, Jehovah Nisi, Lord, you Victory, Jehovah Shalom. You're my Prince of Peace. I worship you. You are Jehovah Shalom. You're my provider. Jehovah Nisi. Lord, you reign in You're my Prince of Peace. I worship you because of who. I worship you because of who. Because of who. Because. I worship you because you're holy. I worship you because holy who you are. Hallelujah. I worship you because holy who you are. You're mighty, 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 mighty. 
one song I feel the need to one song that really really matters right now and um if anybody doesn't know the background um Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey sung this song for the Prince of Egypt um animated movie that was about the Israelites when they got took out of um Egypt you know and it always resonates with me. I always feel the Holy Spirit flowing when this song comes on. So I definitely wanted to end today's worship with this song. So hallelujah. It's called When You Believe. Many nights we pray when no proof anyone could hear. And our hearts so hopeful song we barely understood. Now we are not afraid, although we know there's much to fear. We were moving mountains long before we knew we could. Yeah. There can be miracles when you believe. Though hope is frail, it's hard to kill. Who knows what miracles you can achieve when you believe somehow you You will win, you believe. And this 
sign of fear when press often proves in vain. Hope seems like the summer birds to swiftly float away. And now I'm standing here, my heart's so full, I can't explain. Speaking faith and speaking words I never thought I'd say. Mm. That can be miracles when you believe. Though hope is prayer, it's hard to can achieve when you believe somehow you will you will when you But when you're blinded by your faith, you can't see the way right through the rain. A small but still resounding voice says hope is very near. Yeah, it can be very close when you believe. So hope is frail, it's hard to Everybody, we didn't. <clears throat> it was amazing, amazing, amazing worship this morning, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! And um, my mom rose, she brought up. Um, we're gonna continue to pray for Jeff, for Jeff who is in the hospital right now, and they don't believe that he's going to make it. And that was one of the reasons why I felt strongly to sing that song because what we believe it will. It, Belief has everything to do with, you know, what the outcome is. Jesus showed that when those who believed were healed, but those who did not believe, 
they were already condemned already. You know, and even those who had the smallest, the faith of a mustard seed, who believed who he is. Because we, if we believe who he is, then we know that he can do all things. So I want to like to ask everybody if they can log out and log back in. We do apologize, but we haven't upgraded to the um the full version yet. So um we have to log back in so it won't cut out on us halfway in the sermon. And just log right back in and we'll go we'll wait for you all when everybody gets back on. We'll go right into the sermon today. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So see everybody in a little bit. Just Log out and log right back in. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's why I was just saying, let me just go ahead and do that because I already knew it was going to do that anyway. So I changed um, Eli's blessing. He's changed. He has all of them. Yeah, okay. I'm going to switch places. He's changed. Okay, well, I'm going to probably go out there. Yeah, make sure everything is. Make sure you log in. I don't want you to miss this. Mm -hmm. the, um, he's changed. Mm -hmm. um, that, that, that pamper, that he, he pooped pretty bad too. So he's probably going to need a bath before he goes to bed tonight. Mm -hmm. I said he's going to need a, um, a, um, a bath before he goes to bed tonight because he pooped pretty bad. I mean, I wiped him up and everything. but. Did you have wipes when they come up? Yeah, I wiped him up. I was relaxing until Spoonie called me, gave me a bit of bad news, talk about, yeah, talk about Jeff Sewell, he's in the hospital, and they don't, they don't think he's going to make it, and he said that all, all of his organs are shutting down, and he called, you know, uh. called friends and, and, uh, Junior. Yeah, the little Junior. Lessons, everybody. Junior. Yeah. Hey, Daryl. All right. That's where he was at at the house. Yeah. If if y'all are um, if if, if y'all are ready, we can go ahead and begin. Okay. Um, we'll start off with a short prayer, okay. and we definitely keep keep Jeff in our prayers. Father, Jesus, may you bless us today, Jesus, with focus, Jesus. May you bless us, Jesus, with fortitude, with strength, Jesus. May you bless us with encouragement, Jesus, knowing that you can do all things, Jesus. We want to keep Jeff in our prayers, Jesus. You strengthen him, that you heal him, Jesus. That you mend up and bind, Jesus. Any infirmities, any issues, any problems, Jesus. Any any soreness, any inflammation, Jesus. Anything, any issues, anything that may be going wrong in his life, Jesus. Help him, heal him, Jesus. May it be a work of faith, Jesus. May you churn up your, your Holy Spirit inside of him, Jesus, to, to, for him to pray even for himself, Jesus, in this moment, Jesus, to have faith in you, to know that you can heal, Jesus, that you can do, Jesus. Hallelujah. You can turn his situation around. You are able to do all things. You are faithful and true, Jesus. You are, are full of grace and mercy, Jesus. Your grace sufficient and your mercy is new every day, Jesus. We pray to you, Jesus, that you have mercy on us, Jesus, that you are patient with us, Jesus, every day, Jesus, as we continue to repent as a people, Jesus, for you will 
returning. You are on your way, Jesus. And we look towards your scriptures for your truth, Jesus. Bless us today, Jesus. We look into your scriptures, Jesus, as we study your scriptures, Jesus. Bless all of us, Jesus, to speak your word, Jesus, to preach your word, Jesus. Speak to us and speak through us in the holy name of Jesus. Bless us as your saints, as your multitudes, your church. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray and we say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In the holy name of Jesus. And so this this came up. This came up in um one of our conversations. And so Jesus Jesus definitely led us by the Holy Spirit to look into Revelation. And so this is gonna be probably another three part sermon. And so um this is this is this is very important because you know, as we get closer and closer to the coming of, of, of Jesus, um, we have to recognize something that um, the way we've been taught um, in some churches, not all churches, um, about some of these things is not exactly right. Um, we have to continue to go to prayer when we read these things, to go to prayer to know um, that what we are, how we are interpreting things are right. Okay, and so Jesus really wants us to take a look at these things. And so the first scripture that we're going to start off with is in Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48. <clears throat> All right, so Isaiah 48. I'm going to read the whole thing. Hear ye this, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel, and are come forth out of the waters of Judah, which swear by the name of the Lord, and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth, nor in righteousness. So he's speaking about some of the, the issues that we have. For they call themselves of the holy city and stay themselves upon the God of Israel. The Lord of hosts is his name. I have declared the former things from the beginning. So remember, Jesus is the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. I have declared the former things from the beginning, and they went forth out of my mouth, and I showed them and did them suddenly. I did them suddenly, and they came to pass. Okay, so he says, they went forth out of my mouth. I'm going to repeat that again. They went forth out of my mouth, and I showed them and did them suddenly, and they came to pass. Because I knew that thou art obstinate, and thy neck is an iron sinew. So he's saying that we, we were obstinate. Okay, so we, there were certain things that we stayed away from. We were um, stiff-necked. Thy neck is an iron sinew, and thy brow brass. I have even from the beginning declared it to thee. We were hard-headed. Before it came to pass, I showed it thee, lest thou shouldest say, Mine idol have done them, and my graven image and my molten image have commanded them. Thou hast heard, see all this, and will ye not declare it? I have showed thee new things from this time, even hidden things, and thou didst not know them. Okay, this is where we're focusing on new things okay they are created now and not from the beginning even before the day when thou heardest them not lest thou shouldest say behold i knew them yea thou heardest not yea thou knewest not 
Yea, from that time that thine ear was not opened, for I knew that thou wouldest deal very treacherously and was called a transgressor from the womb. For my name's sake will I defer mine anger, and for my praise will I refrain for thee that I cut thee not off. Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. For mine own sake, even for mine own sake will I do it. For how should my name be polluted? And I will not give my glory unto another. Hearken unto me, O Jacob and Israel. My called, I am he. I am the first. I also am the last. Mine hand also have laid the foundation of the earth. And my right hand have spanned the heavens. When I call unto them, they stand up together. All ye assemble yourselves and hear which among them have declared these things. The Lord have loved him, and he will do his pleasure on Babylon, and his arm shall be on the Chaldeans. I, even I, have spoken, yea, I have called him, I have brought him, and he shall make his way prosperous. Come ye near unto me, hear ye this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was, there am I, and now the Lord God and his Spirit have sent me. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Hallelujah. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandments. Then had thy peace been as a river, and thy righteousness as the waves of the sea. Thy seed also had been as the sand, and the offspring of thy bowels like the gravel thereof. His name should not have been cut off, nor destroyed from before me. Go ye forth of Babylon, flee ye from the Chaldeans. With a voice of singing, declare ye, tell this, utter it even to the end of the earth. Say ye, the, the Lord have redeemed his servant Jacob. Okay? And they thirsted not when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. He clave the rock also, and the waters gushed out. There is no peace, saith the Lord, unto the wicked. And so again, the part that we're focused on is um, in, in verse 6. Thou hast heard, see all this, and will not ye declare it. I have showed thee new things from this time, even hidden things, and thou dost not know them. They are created now and not from the beginning, even before the day when thou heardest them not, lest thou shouldest say, Behold, I knew them. Yea, thou heardest not, yea, thou knewest not, yea, from that time that thine ear was not opened. For I know that thou wouldest deal very treacherously, and was called a transgressor from the womb. For mine sake will I defer mine anger, and for my praise will I refrain for thee, that I cut thee not off. And so, this us going back and reading these scriptures is like a new thing to us with new eyes with a, with a new heart with a new spirit we're going back and we're going to look at these scriptures that Jesus is leading us to the next scripture that Jesus led us to is Luke 20 Luke 20 8 through 18. Luke 20, 8 through 18. <clears throat> Actually, we're going to start at line 9 instead of 8. Luke 20, 9 through 18. <clears throat> this is Jesus speaking. 
and um, he was in front of the chief priests and the Pharisees, and I think this is right in Jerusalem, um, right outside of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, oh, then he began to speak to the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and led it forth to husbandmen and went into a far country for a long time. And at the season, he sent a servant to the husbandmen that they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard. But the husbandmen beat him and sent him away empty. And again, he sent another servant and they beat him also and entreated him shamefully and sent him away empty. And again, he sent a third and they wounded him also and cast him out. Then said the Lord of the vineyard, what shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be that they will reverence him when they see him. So reverence mean that they will listen to him when they see him. But when the husbandmen saw him, they reasoned among themselves saying, this is the heir. This is the heir. Come, let us kill him. Let us kill him that the inheritance may be ours. Okay. Let us kill him that the inheritance may be ours. So they're stealing the inheritance. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. What therefore shall the Lord of the vineyard do unto them? He shall come and destroy these husbandmen and shall give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. And he beheld them and said, What is this then that is written? The stone which the builders rejected. The same has become the head of the corner. Whosoever shall fall upon that stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And the chief priests and the scribes the same hour sought to lay hands on him, and they feared the people, for they perceived that he had spoken this parable against them. Okay? The next scripture we're going to go to is just a little bit further up. Jesus led us to um, read um, verses 27 through 40. Okay, so we're going to go down just a little bit, and we're going to read 27 through 40 in Luke 20. Verses 27 through 40 in Luke 20. Then came to him certain of the Sadducees, which deny that there is any resurrection. And they asked him, saying, Master, Moses wrote unto us, If any man's brother die having a wife, and he die without children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up seed unto, the, unto his brother, there were therefore seven brethren, and the first took a wife and died without children. And the second took her to wife, and he died childless. And the third took her, and in like manner the seven also, and they left no children and died. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife of them is she? For seven had her to wife. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Now that the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the bush when he calleth the Lord, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob, for he is not a God of the dead, but of the living, for all live unto him. Then certain of the scribes answering said, Master, thou hast well said. And after that, they durst not ask him any question at all. Okay. And so this particular part, we're also going to come back to this. Um, in the next sermon, um, but we're going to keep moving on. Uh, Jesus led us to go right to the next chapter in Luke 21. Okay, we're going to read the whole of Luke 21. 
And he looked up and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow casting thither two mites. Okay, so two little pennies, basically. And he said, Of a truth I say unto you, that this poor widow have cast in more than they all. For all these have, their, have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. But she of her pernery have cast in all the living that she had. And as some speak of the temple, now how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, As for these things which ye behold, the days will come in the which there shall not be left one stone upon another, that shall not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Master, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them. But when ye shall hear of wars and com commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass. But the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines and pestilences and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. All right, and it shall turn to you for a testimony. Sell it therefore in your hearts, not to meditate before what ye shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolk and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not an hair of your head perish. In your patience, possess ye your souls. And so this is this is sort of um, what we're looking at right now in, in the news. We're looking at this, this subject matter with Kyrie Irving. We're looking at this with, with, with Kanye West. This is These are some of the things that we will go through as a body, as a church, as a people, that we will see this. You will see this going on. In your patience, possess ye your souls. Okay, not to deny and when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh or near. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter thereunto. Okay, he's prophesying about 70 AD when Jerusalem was destroyed. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Okay, and so this is what we're looking at. Okay, a lot of people are talking about anti-Semitism. Says Jerusalem from that time forward, from that time that Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD, that Jerusalem was, shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Okay, that's now. That's that's what's starting now. This 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 the times of the Gentiles are becoming to be fulfilled. 
okay? And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Okay, we're seeing that too. We're, we're seeing hurricanes and, and tidal waves and earthquakes and we're seeing these things. Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. And he spoke to them a parable, Behold the fig tree and all the trees. When they now shoot forth, ye see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand or near at hand. So likewise, ye, when ye see these things come to pass, um, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled, till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting. Okay, surfeiting means overeating, gluttonous, okay, surfeiting. And drunkenness, okay, that's over um, indulging in alcohol, of course we know that, and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares, okay? We don't know what day, what, when that day is. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth, watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. To stand before Jesus. And in that um, the day time, he was teaching in the temple. And at night he went out and abode in the mount that is called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple for to hear him. Okay. And so we're going to go to Matthew. Jesus led us to Matthew 24, which is the same reading. Um, just Matthew adds a little bit more context to the same thing. Okay, so Matthew 24. Jesus led us to Matthew 24. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. We're, you know, we're seeing that with COVID. We're seeing that with monkeypox. We're seeing the earthquakes. All these things are the beginnings, the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended. And shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold, okay, cold-hearted. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. 
And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world, to this time no, nor ever shall be. Okay, so it's saying after that, um, it's, the, it's the great tribulation. Okay, and except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So a shortening of time. Okay, we were talking about that before. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say to you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Okay, so he's saying everyone will be able to see it. You will not mistake it. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Okay, and we're, we'll come back to that, because that's a sign of... Um, knowing that Jesus has come, knowing that that day has come. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Okay, now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise, ye, when ye see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of the day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Okay? That's marrying and divorcing, marrying and divorcing, marrying and divorcing. We recently learned about that. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, then one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, and the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. 
Therefore be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is faithful and wise, a wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, shall and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay, and so Jesus led us to um, Revelation 1. We're going to go to Revelation 1, and we're going to look at all of the the corresponding or matching scriptures too. All right. So the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he, is he that read that readeth and that that and they that keep the hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which shall be for his throne. Hallelujah, and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and have made us kings and priests unto God and his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him. Okay, that's what we just read. Like the lightning that goes from the east to the west. Okay, everybody will be able to see it. Every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Hallelujah. I, John, who also am your father and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven golden uh, seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man. Okay, and so in the middle of the candlesticks, a lot of people... Um, when we read this, it, it could be, it could people say it could mean behind the candlesticks. Okay, could mean could mean that he's that um, he's behind the candlesticks. In the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed 
with a garment down to the foot and gird about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. Okay? White like wool and white as snow. And his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. I want to show y'all something real quick uh, when, we, when we talk about uh, burned brass so that that's not mistaken. Um, this is what this is what burned brass looks like. Burned brass is very, very um, dark and it's um, very um, plain and simple so that we're not um, you know we see these things. Jesus is not um, speaking in a um, in this in this instance. It's not a parable. It's not a figure of speech. He's saying it plain and simple. That's a picture of burned brass. Very dark. Um, you can't you can't mistake it. Can't mistake it. Okay, so. And his feet like unto fine brass, and if they burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. Okay, so remember, Jesus um, was crucified, he died, and was resurrected, and he ascended. Okay, so he's saying, I was, I was the one who was dead, and I am alive. Behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are. And the things which shall be hereafter, or shall uh, how shall come after, the mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Okay. And so we have to um, we have to log out and log back in again. So we'll just we'll we'll stop here for. So what I'll probably do is I'll make that, um, since I'm not doing video right now, um, uh, I'll make that, that image the, um, the graphic for the sermon itself so everybody can see what that looks like, what the burned brass looks like. Okay, so we're going to continue right into Revelation chapter 2, okay? And just remember one thing, and we learned this too um, with our pastor. Revelation is one revelation. You know, when we read the chapters, it's not Revelation 2, Revelation 1 and 2 and 3. It's one revelation. It's just different chapters in the revelation because it's become a book format. So we're in Revelation chapter 2. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he, that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, 
who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars. Okay? Um, I, I believe this touches on, you know, what we were talking about with some of the churches. Okay? And has borne and has patience and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of this place except thou repent. That means a, a, a removing of the church. If the candlestick represents the church, that means the removal of the church, okay? That Of that particular church, okay? But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Okay? Remember, the tree of life was in the Garden of Eden. Okay? So he's saying it's in the middle of the paradise of God. <clears throat> and unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. Okay? He's, he's restating, making you know, making, making, you know, making sure that you know this is, this is Jesus speaking. This is, this is who this is. He's speaking right now. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. This is the first time the scripture says that. Okay? When we talk about um, Kanye and Kyrie Irving and all this, this, these things that's going on now, this is some, these are the things we have to consider. This is the first time that it says it. This, the, the revelation actually um, Jesus said it says it twice in Revelation. This is the first time. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Okay? And to the angel of the church in Pergamos, write, These things saith he that have the sharp sword with two edges. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name and has not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication, okay? So again, we're looking at some of the things that are going on today. Um, remember, Balaam was a um, practice divination. 
Um, and then uh, when, we, when we talk about eating things, sacrifice unto idols, and to commit fornication, we're looking at the American way of life. Again, you know, we may be looking at the churches and the pagan holidays that are celebrated. So, has thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate? Okay, so this church holds the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. And unto the angel of the church of Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. Okay, so he's, he's saying here that Thyatira, Thyatira, um, Thyatira holds fast to, to Jesus' words. Okay, he mentions his himself in the in the first mention of Thyatira. Okay, these things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and and the um the last to be more than the first. Okay, this is the last church, the last to be more than the first. Okay, notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. There's the, there's the thing sacrificed to idols again. He's saying this is, this is a bad thing. Hey, we're told about that many, many times in the New Testament scripture. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds, and I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts, and will give unto every one of you according to your works. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden, but that which ye have already. Hold fast till I come. And he that overcomes and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star, he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So if they're ruling with the rod and iron, that means they're ruling with Jesus. It says it, it's in the scripture it says that Jesus will rule the nations with a rod of iron. Okay? <clears throat> and so it's saying also here that, that those who commit adultery with Jezebel are going to go into the tribulation, the great tribulation. It talks about later on in Revelation. Okay, so we're going to go right into Revelation 3. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis, right? These things saith he that have the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, um, that thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. 
For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief and thou shalt not know what hour I, um, I will come upon thee. Okay, just like how we read in, um, in Matthew 24. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. Um, <clears throat> I know thy works. Behold, I have, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie, behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. Okay, so this is the second time this is mentioned about the Jews who say they are not Jews, but are the synagogue of Satan. This is Revelation 3 in line 9. Okay, going on to line 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Okay? Will keep thee from the hour of temptation. That's <clears throat> tribulation. It sounds to me it's like that's talking about tribulation. The great tribulation. Okay? <clears throat> Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And unto the angel of the church of the of Laodiceans, write, These things saith the, saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in fire, that thou mayest be rich in white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. That's refinement. <clears throat> as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him, and will sup with him, and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. 
even as I as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Okay. <clears throat> now we're going to read um, Revelation 4, which is pretty short. Jesus led us to Revelation 4 to, um, to continue on. After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter which must come after or afterward. And immediately I was in the spirit. This is John going into the spirit. And behold, a throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow about him. Okay. I'll, I'll look and I'll see if we can look at what a jasper stone looks like. Let's see what a jasper looks like. This is a jasper stone. This is what a jasper stone looks like. <clears throat> Can y'all see that? Can y'all see that? Yes, yes. Yep, that's a jasper stone. Here's another one. Oh. It's another okay. jasper stone. Here's a close up of it. Jasper. Okay. Here's the polished jasper when it's polished. <clears throat> okay, so again. And he, he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, okay? Here's a sardine stone. <clears throat> That's a sardine stone right there. Are sardine stones. Okay. <clears throat> well, here's here's one. There's the there's the. Um, I think that might be the. Well, both right there. All right. So <clears throat> we'll keep reading. And he that sat was looked to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. And there was a rainbow around about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. Okay, and we know um, most of the time, uh, most emeralds are um, green. Okay. This is, the, you know, we talk about emeralds green, emerald green. This is an emerald. Emerald is green. You can see that there. 
that's an emerald. And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal, and in the midst of the middle of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And the first beast was like a lion, and the second beast like a calf, and the third beast had a face as a man, and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle. And the four beasts um, had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Okay, and so Jesus led us um, to go back to Jer uh, Revelation 3. And we're going to look at lines 7 through 13. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, and he that hath the key of David. He that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. Okay, that's Jesus. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength and has kept my word and has not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. So he's saying he's going to keep them from it. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from God. And I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And so again, the part that we're um, focused on here is, um, uh, let's see here. Oh, I will keep them from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them and dwell upon the earth. Jesus led us to go to Jeremiah 30. We're going to start at, um, right at line 1 in Jeremiah 30. <clears throat> So he said he's going to keep, keep them. I will keep you from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Okay. Then we got to ask ourselves, what is that? Okay. What is that? And there's a period before that that we discussed before called Jacob's Trouble. We believe that we're um, we're looking at that right now. 
<clears throat> All right, Jeremiah 30. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Thus speaketh the Lord God of Israel, saying, Write thee all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. For lo, the days come of, saith the Lord, that I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel and Judah, saith the Lord. And I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall possess it. And these are the words that the Lord spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. He's talking about us. For thus saith the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. Ask ye now, and see whether a man doth travail with child. Wherefore do I see every man with his hands on his loins, as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned into paleness? Talking about the day of the Lord. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, okay? But he shall be saved out of it, okay? So that, that, that period right before the day of the Lord is called Jacob's trouble. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck and will burst thy bonds and strangers shall no more serve themselves of him. But shall they serve, but but they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up unto them. Therefore fear thou not, O my servant Jacob, saith the Lord, neither be dismayed, O Israel, for lo I will save thee from afar, and thy seed from the land of their captivity, and Jacob shall return, and shall be in rest, and be quiet, and none shall make him afraid. For I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee, though I make a full end of all nations, whither I have scattered thee. Okay, so all the nations are, are destroyed that, that we've been scattered to. Okay, yet will I not make a full end of thee, but I will correct thee in measure, and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. For thus saith the Lord, thy bruise is incurable, and thy wound is grievous. There is none to plead thy cause that thou mayest be bound up. Thou hast no healing medicines. Okay? The only one that could come and fix these things is Jesus himself. Okay? So Jesus led us to um, Daniel, the, the book of Daniel, chapter 12. And it's still talking about Jacob's trouble. <clears throat> Daniel chapter 12, the last book, the last book in the book of Daniel, the, the very last chapter, I mean the book of Daniel. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. Okay? Thy means your. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. Out of Jacob's trouble, out of that time, right? Jacob's trouble and then being taken out of it, which leads straight into the great tribulation. So we're going to go, Jesus led us to Revelation, goes to go back to Revelation 5, right, right where we left off at. <clears throat> What verse in Revelation 5? 
We're starting right in right at the first verse of Revelation 5. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look therein. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look therein. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, have prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. We know, we know um, that he's talking about Jesus. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and, in the four, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Okay, so that, that golden vial, <clears throat> that golden vial contains all the prayers all of our prayers. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. And has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. Okay. So they're, they're saying what's, what's getting ready to come. What's getting ready to happen. Okay. Um, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Okay. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the, on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever okay we're gonna go right into revelation 6 and i saw when the lamb opened one of the seals when the lamb the lamb opened one of the seals so this is the first seal being opened and i heard as it were the noise of thunder one of the four beasts saying come and see and i saw and behold a white horse and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, 
and power was given to him that sat therein to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, um, Come and see, and I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And we think about that. We, we you know think about um, being over overcharged um, for things, and that we're we're dealing with um, um, rationing rationing our food. Okay. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with, and with the beast of the earth. And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God, and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. And I beheld when, they, when, when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair. And the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree cast of her untimely figs, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? So he's saying here that this is the day of the Lord. And so um, if we turn back, I just wanted to turn back for just for a second to Matthew 24. Actually, we're going to go to, um, to Luke Luke 20 instead. It's a little bit easier to, um, to follow it in Luke 20. Luke 20. Luke 20, yep. Luke 20. Okay. Actually, I'm sorry. Luke, Luke 21. <clears throat> okay. And so it says... And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines. This is in Luke 21, line 11. And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilences and hurt fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what ye shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolks and friends, and some of you shall they cause to be put to death. 
and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not a hair of your head perish, in your patience possess ye your souls. And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, or surrounded with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is, ne is near. Okay? And so he's saying here that in this time, right after the nation rising against nation, this is when that, that starts, is this, this persecution. Okay? And so if we go back to Revelation 6, and it says, and it, they, they cried with a loud voice in, in line 10, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest a yet a, for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. Okay? And so they are able to, um, the ones who died are, are um, to rest. Okay? And of course here, um, when Jesus says, not a hair of your head, um, perish, okay, he's saying that not everyone will will die, okay, in that time. Okay, and so um, we're going to turn to, um, Jesus led us to Isaiah 24. Isaiah 24. <clears throat> So just remember what we read, okay, about the stars of heaven fell onto the earth, and as even as a fig tree, um, we're going to read in Isaiah 24. Behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty, and maketh it waste, and turneth it upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. The land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for the Lord hath spoken this word. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world languisheth and fadeth away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof, because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, Broken the everlasting covenant. So when we look at changing the ordinance, we're talking about changing the laws, changing the, the statutes, changing um, times, um, celebrating um, holidays, pagan holidays that have nothing to do with, with the Bible. Um, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore have the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and, and a few men left. The new wine mourneth, the divine languisheth, and all the merry-hearted do sigh. The mirth of tabrets ceaseth, the noise of them that rejoice endeth, the joy of the harp ceaseth. They shall not drink wine with a song. Strong drink shall be bitter to them that drink it. The city of confusion is broken down. Every house is shut up, and that no man may come in. There is a crying for wine in the streets. All joy is darkened, the mirth of the land is gone. In the city is left desolation, and the gate is smitten with destruction. When thus it shall be in the midst of the land among the people, there shall be as the shaking of an olive tree, there's the olive tree, and as the gleaning grapes when the vintage is done, they shall lift up their voice, they shall sing for the majesty of the Lord, they shall cry aloud from the sea. So 
I believe what Jesus has led me in the spirit, that he's talking about us rejoicing and singing, knowing that um, that the end is near. Okay. Um, Wherefore glorify ye the Lord in the fires, even the name of the Lord God of Israel in the isles of the sea. From the uttermost part of the earth have we heard songs, even glory to the righteous. But I said, my leanness, my leanness, woe well unto me. The treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously. Yea, the treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously. Fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitant of the earth. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And he that cometh up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken in the snare. Remember, Jesus talked about the snare. We were reading that in Matthew 24 and Luke 21 about a snare. Um, <clears throat> For the windows from on high are open. And the foundations of the earth do shake. That's the heavenly windows. The earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean, dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunken and shall be removed like a cottage. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy. All right. Let's finish here. So Isaiah 24, we were at line 20. All right. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard. And shall be removed like a cottage, and the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it. And it shall fall and not rise again. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high, and the kings of the earth upon the earth. Okay, so I believe he's talking about the... Um, the wickedness there in the high places, the demons. And of course he says, And the kings of the earth upon the earth, and they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit, and shall be shut up in the prison. And after many days shall they be visited. Then the moon shall be confounded, and the sun ashamed, when the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion, and in Jerusalem, and before his ancients gloriously. Okay? So if we go back to Revelation 6, um, remember what it said here. It said that um, when he opened the sixth seal, when the angel opened the sixth, when, when Jesus opened the sixth seal, um, there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell onto the earth, even as a fig tree cast of her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Okay. So the, the wind, the, the, um, the, the mighty, that they were, the fig tree was shaken of, uh, as of a mighty wind, okay? And then the, the, the sun and the moon were blocked out, okay? If we go um, back again here in um, Isaiah 24, it talks about the fig tree, this fig tree or this, this, this tree um, swaying in the wind okay and then of course the sun and the moon being um, covered up which is like their shame then the moon shall be confounded and the sun ashamed when the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and before his ancients gloriously okay um and of course, when we talk about the fig tree here, it's talking about the shaking of an olive tree. But it's the same thing with the shaking. When thus it shall be in the midst of the, of the land among the people. 
and there shall be as the shaking of an olive tree and as the gleaning grapes when the vintage is done. Okay. All right, and then the singing. Okay. We're going to go, Jesus led us to Isaiah 11. Actually, Jesus led us to Revelation 7. We're going to go to Revelation 7 in the very beginning of Revelation 7 before we go to Isaiah, back to Isaiah again. This is where Jesus led us to. Um, Revelation 7, 1 through 3. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed an hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Now Jesus led us back to Isaiah 11. Alright, we're going to start at line 1 in Isaiah 11. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reproved after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. There it is again. And with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and the faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like an ox, like the ox, and the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. In that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people, to which shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. So he's saying here there should be a, there's going to be a sign for the people. Okay, there's going to be a sign for the people, and the Gentiles are going to seek for this sign. And he's saying his rest shall be glorious. Now, now it goes into what people see this sign and it shall come to pass in that day that the lord shall set his hand upon the second time to recover the remnant of his people which shall be left from assyria and from egypt and from pathros and from cush and from elam and from shinar and from hamath and from the islands of the sea talking about israel and judah 
and he shall set up an ensign for the nations and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. The envy also of Ephraim shall depart, and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah, and Judah shall not vex Ephraim, but they shall fly upon the shoulders of the Philistines toward the west. They shall spoil them of the east together. They shall lay their hand upon Edom and Moab, and the children of Ammon shall obey them. And the Lord shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea, and with his mighty wind shall he shake his hand over the river, and shall smite it in seven streams, and make men go over dry shod. And there shall be an highway for the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria like as it was to Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Egypt. Jesus is leading us to understand the order of what we're reading in Revelation. Okay, so when he seals, when he seals us, he's going to lead us out from wherever we are back to Jerusalem. It says here that he's going to smite the sea, smite it in seven streams and make men go over dry shot. Okay, this didn't happen when the Israelites were let out of um, Babylon and Assyria. That never happened. They didn't have to pass over a sea. They only had to pass over land. There is no sea. Okay. He's talking about now. Okay. We're going to go to Isaiah 14. Okay. Jesus led us to Isaiah 14. We're going to read Isaiah 14. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them. Okay. So he's saying here that the Gentiles... There will be some Gentiles. Just like in the, in the Exodus, there was a mixed multitude. that went, Remember it said in Exodus, there was a mixed multitude? Same thing, okay? And strangers, which is Gentiles, shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. So we, we talk about, you know, what, what happens to the rest of the church? What happens to the rest of the body, okay? This is the rest of the body coming with us. And the people shall take them and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel shall possess them, okay? Possessing the um, the the strangers, the Gentiles, in them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids, and they shall take them captives whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. And it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow, and from thy fear, and from... The hard bondage. Okay, remember we, we, we read in here about the, the rest, that rest being the rest being glorious. Okay, his rest will be glorious. Okay, there this is this is part of this is the first part of that rest. They shall rule over their oppressors, and it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow and from thy fear, and from the hard bondage wherein thou was made to serve. That thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, How hath the oppressor ceased, the golden city ceased. The Lord hath broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. He who smote the people in wrath with a continual stroke, he that ruled the nations in anger is persecuted and none hindereth. Okay? If we if you remember, um, if we read the scriptures and you read Ezra and Nehemiah, <clears throat> we left out of um, Babylon peaceful. 
because Cyrus was a, a, a um, showed kindness to us and told us to go back and build it. This is different, okay? He's saying here, take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, How have the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased. The Lord had broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. He who smote the people in wrath with a continual stroke. He that ruled the nations in anger is persecuted and none hindereth. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into singing. Here's the singing again. The singing. Because we know what is what is happening. Okay? This is why we are we are singing. Okay. This is this is what the, this is what we we have not learned this before. The Holy Spirit is bringing us into all truth. Yea, the fir trees rejoice at thee, and the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since thou art laid down, no fellow has come up against us. Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee, even all the chief ones of the earth. It have raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. All they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become weak as we? Art thou become like unto us? Thy pomp is brought down to the grave. In the noise of thy vials the worm is spread under, um, under thee, and the worms cover thee. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mountain of the congregation in the sides of the north. <clears throat> I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall be narrow, shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness, and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory, every one in his own house. But thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, and as the raiment of those that are slain, thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit, as a carcass trodden under feet, thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of evildoers shall never be renowned. Okay? Prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their fathers. Okay, so there's a people that have done that have done bad things. Okay, and they're paying for the sins of their fathers that they do not rise. That's what it says. Prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their fathers that they do not rise nor possess the land nor fill the face of the world with cities. Line 22 in Isaiah 14. For I will rise up against them, saith the Lord of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name and remnant and son and nephew, saith the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the bitter and in pools of water, and I will sweep it with the bees of destruction, saith the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts have sworn, saying, Surely as I have brought, so thought, surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand, that I will break the Assyrian in my land, and upon my mountains tread him underfoot. Then shall his yoke depart from off them, and his burden from off their shoulders. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth. Remember we read in Isaiah 24 the same thing, that the, the, the yoke is broken, the iron yoke is broken. This is the purpose that is purposed upon the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out upon all the nations. For the Lord of hosts have purposed, and the whole shall disannul it, and his hand is stretched out, and who shall turn it back? In the year that King Ahaz died was this burden. Rejoice not thou, whole Palestina, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. 
For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. I seen this, I seen this in a dream one time. Okay, continuing to Isaiah 14, um, line 30. And the firstborn of the poor shall feed, and the needy shall lie down in safety, and I will kill thy root with famine, and he shall slay thy remnant. Howl, O gate, cry, O city, thou whole Palestina, art dissolved, for there shall come from the north a smoke, and none shall alone in his appointed times. None shall be alone in his appointed times. What shall one then answer the messengers of the nation? That the Lord had founded Zion, and the poor of his people shall trust in it. So he's saying that we'll trust in Zion. We'll trust in Israel. Okay? Um, Jesus led us to, to, um, to Zephaniah. Zephaniah 2. Zephaniah 2. And that is the second or the third to last book of the Old Testament. Okay, Zephaniah two. We're gonna leave, we're gonna read um, two and three. Jesus led us to read two and three. <clears throat> gather yourselves together, yea, gather your gather together, O nation not desired. Who is the, the nation that's not desired? We have to ask ourselves these questions. That this, this is why it's coming up now. This is what the Bible says. Gather yourselves together. Yea, gather yourselves together. O nation not desired. Before the decree, bring forth before the day. Pass as the chaff before the fierce anger of the Lord come upon you. Before the day of the Lord's anger come upon you. Seek ye the Lord, all ye meek of the earth which have wrought his judgment, seek righteousness, seek meekness. It may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. For Gaza shall be forsaken and Ashkelon a desolation. They shall drive out Ashdod at, at noonday, and Ekron shall be rooted up. Woe unto the inhabitants of the sea coast, the nation of the Cherethites. The word of the Lord is against you, O Canaan, the land of the Philistines. I will even destroy thee, that there shall be no inhabitant. And the sea coast shall be dwellings and cottages for shepherds and folds for flocks. And the coast shall be for the remnant of the house of Judah. They shall feed thereupon in the houses of Ashkelon. Shall they lie down in the evening for the Lord their God shall visit them and turn away their captivity. I have heard the reproach of Moab and the revilings of the children of Ammon whereby they have reproached my people and magnified themselves against their border. He's talking about the names that, 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 that were called. Therefore, as I live, saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, surely Moab shall be as Sodom and the children of Ammon as Gomorrah, even the breeding, breeding of nettles and salt pits and a perpetual desolation. The residue of my people shall spoil them and the remnant of my people shall possess them. This shall they have for their pride, because they have reproached and magnified themselves against the people of the Lord of hosts. <clears throat> the Lord will be terrible unto them, for he will famish all the gods of the earth, and men shall worship him, every one from his place, even all the isles of the heathen. So he's talking about the Gentile nations and, the, and this worship of these other gods. Ye Ethiopians also, ye shall be slain by my sword, and he will stretch out his hand against the north and destroy Assyria. 
and will make Nineveh a desolation, and dry like a wilderness, and flocks shall lie down in the midst of her, all the he the beasts of the nations, both the cormor cormorant and the bittern shall lodge in the upper lintels of it, their voice shall sing in the windows, desolation shall be in the thresholds, for he shall uncover the cedar work. This is the rejoicing city that dwelt carelessly, that said in her heart, I am, and there is none none beside me. How has she become a desolation, a place for beasts to lie down in? Everyone that passeth by her shall hiss and wag his hand. He's talking about Babylon, the fall of Babylon. And we'll, we'll get more into that in the next um, part, next sermon. Um, continuing to Isaiah, uh, I mean, Zephaniah chapter 3. Jesus led us right into the next chapter. Woe to her that is filthy and polluted to the oppressing city. Again, Babylon again. She obeyed not the voice she received, not correction. She trusted not in the Lord. She drew not near to her God. Remember, it says that the Babylon is the um, the whore of Babylon. It's a she. He's referring to it as a she here. Her princes within her are roaring lions. Her judges are evening wolves. They gnaw not the bones till the morrow. Her prophets are light and treacherous persons. Her priests have polluted the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. The um, the just Lord is in the midst thereof. He will not do iniquity. Every morning doth he bring his judgment to light. He faileth not, but the unjust knoweth no shame. So he's talking here about that that, that the um, these prophets are treacherous. They have polluted the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. Remember it said that the kingdom of heaven, Jesus said in Matthew 11, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence. Okay, this is what he's talking about. I have cut off the nation's their towers are desolate. I made their streets waste that none passeth by. Their cities are destroyed so that there is no man, that there is none inhabitant. I said, surely thou wilt fear me. Thou wilt receive instruction so their dwelling should not be cut off. Whosoever I punished them, but they rose early and corrupted all their doings. Okay, so everything that Jesus laid out for us in the Sermon on the Mount, everything that he taught to the disciples, to the apostles, and they laid out in the New Testament, these are all the things that we can do to avoid the desolation. We know that whenever the day of the Lord is talked about, it's, it's, this is always talked about. Um, Therefore, wait ye upon me, saith the Lord, until the day that I rise up to the prayer for my determination is to gather the nations that I may assemble the kingdoms to pour upon them mine indignation, his anger, even all my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. For then will I turn to the people a pure language that they may all call upon the name of the Lord to serve him with one consent. So that's a, a new language, a pure language, re restoring the people, the language, the, the everything, okay? So we went, it says, so to, to serve him with one consent. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my suppliants, even the daughter of my dispersed, shall bring mine offering. In that day shalt thou not be ashamed for all thy doings, wherein thou hast transgressed against me. For then I will take away out of the midst of thee, or of you, them that rejoice in thy pride. And thou, or you, shall no more be haughty because of my holy mountain. Okay? So he's going to take away our pride. We're going we're to be humbled. Okay? And we're going to be humbled to the point of simply obeying him. And having no pride in, in who we are. 
we're just we're just we're proud because of simply of that he is our God, not because of who we are. Okay, I will also leave in the midst of thee an an, an afflicted and poor people, and they shall trust in the name of the Lord. Okay, when he said that <clears throat> that the Gentiles, the 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 strangers, will be um, will, will we we will possess them. Okay. Same thing here. I will leave in the midst of thee an afflicted and poor people, and they shall trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, we won't sin anymore, nor speak lies, neither shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth, for they shall feed and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. Again, sing. We read this in Isaiah 11 and Isaiah 14. Sing, O daughter of Zion, about O Israel. And be, uh, be glad and rejoice with all the heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord hath taken away thy judgments. He hath cast out thine enemy. The king of Israel, even the Lord, is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt not see evil anymore. So we're, he's in the midst of us. Okay, he's, he's in the middle of that. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear thou not, and to Zion let not thine hands be slack. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee, in the middle of thee, is mighty he will save he will rejoice over thee with joy he will rest in his love he will joy over thee with singing i will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly that's that's a feast day who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden behold at that time i will undo all that afflict thee and I will save her that halteth and gather her that was driven out. And I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. At that time will I bring you again, even in the time that I gather you. For I will make you a name and a praise among all people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, saith the Lord. We are approaching this day soon. Hallelujah. And the last verse that Jesus led us to is Ezekiel 36. 23 through 33 it's very short <clears throat> and it's saying the same thing and i will sanctify my great name which was profaned among the heathen which ye have profaned in the midst of them okay he's saying that we have profaned his name being amongst them and the heathen shall know that i am the lord the gentiles shall know that i am the lord save the lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes, for I will take you from among the heathen, from among the Gentiles, and gather you out of all countries, and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, that's baptism, in Jesus' name, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. And ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. <clears throat> I will also save you from all your uncleanness, and I will call for the corn and will increase it and lay no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field, that ye shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. Then shall you remember your own evil ways and your doings that were not good, and shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for your iniquities and for your abominations. We just read that in Zephaniah. Not for your sakes do I this, saith the Lord, not for you, 
Be it known unto you, be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Okay? He's saying it because he, he's doing it because he's, he was said that he would do this. Okay? He's saying that saying to us to, to repent and, and be brought down low, be ashamed for the things that we've done all the way up to this point. Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord God, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, I will also cause you to dwell in the cities and the ways shall be builded. Hallelujah. So this is where we're going to stop it. And we'll go back over some of this because there are other scriptures um, later on in Revelation. We'll be going to Revelation um, further on in Revelation 7 after the sealing of the 144,000 um, that we see. And so one thing that I'm, I'm going to point out here just to end it that I didn't say anything yet about the rapture. And so does anybody have um, any any um, reflections, any um, thoughts? Jesus is good. Jesus is, is, is leading us into all truth. Hallelujah. Does anybody have anything they want to share? Any reflections? Yeah, I don't. I'm thorough. Okay. So, um, so do you think that we're going through these periods now or about to go through these periods? Well, again, I think that um, that Jacob's trouble right now, we're in Jacob's trouble. And that I, I believe that Jacob's trouble, um, that, that there's a, um, some of this at the beginning of Revelation is still, I think some of this is still Jacob's trouble. Like how we read in um, Matthew 24 and Luke 21 about the, um, the persecution. You know, being put in prisons and some of some of us even dying. I think that's all part of it. And then when he says that we'll be saved out of it, I think that that this part when we start to get um, go into um, Revelation um, after the sealing, and also when we go into Revelation 12, that actually that's when the um, the Great Tribulation starts because it gets way worse after that. Because if you look after Revelation um, 12. Is when the um, well, actually, Revelation 11 is when the Antichrist shows up. So um, the ceiling that comes the um, the end times, the signs of the times, all of that is going to come before the ceiling of his people, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, not the tribulation. But it's not the great tribulation yet. Yeah, it's it's the beginning of birth case. So that's what we're seeing right now, where it says um, basically that like you know there'll be earthquakes in various places, famines, pestilence, nation rising against nation, you know wars and rumors of wars. That's everything that's going on right now. Like it's been going since like 2016, but definitely turned up like down the thing with COVID and. So that's the birth pains, but then as remember it says immediately after that, that's when it had that's when it says they be perfected for my name's sake. So that's what's going on right now because right now this big talk of who the real Israelites are is a real big thing, you know, and we gotta understand that nobody's gonna wanna accept that truth. Who's gonna wanna accept that that black people, Native Americans and 
Hispanics, all the people that have been thought to be like the low class are actually the, the people of God. Nobody's going to accept that. It's going to cause the persecution the Bible talking about because of the hatred because people have believed a long time that all of the people with the Bible are white. All of the people that invented things are white. You know what I mean? Like it's a white image. Like they say that Jesus is white and this, this supremacy may cause them to feel like superior. But when all the truth said the truth that will spread to the, to the earth and then the end will come. So part of the truth that's going to spread is the fact that Jesus was of burnt brass, which is dark brown, and we just talked about that, and that that was the he from the tribe of Judah. So if he was from the tribe of Judah and his skin color was burnt brass, then what does that say about the tribe of Judah? That the tribe of Judah's skin color is of burnt brass, dark brown, with a reddish tone, is with this who we are. And so, all these things, when this truth starts to spread, this is when a person um, because these, these missions, they never liked this. That's why we went, you know, like, you can still see it now. We're still pushed down. Like, we're still pushed down the people. We're stated. Even though they say that we're included, we're not. Like, that's why people, that's why our people get killed by the police. That's why nothing is, uh... You know, equal. You know, what I mean? like if a black person does it, they get like shot down, and every white person do, they get away. That's like, why it says it says in um, Zephaniah yeah. two, gather yourselves together, yea, gather together, O nation not desired. Okay, and so and then when when with this this whole subject matter, even when you're looking at the um, Revelation six, there are seals. There's seven seals. Okay, and the last seal, of course, is the worst one because the stars and everything are are, um, are starting to fall. Okay, and that there's many meanings to that, but the, there's a difference between the seals and there's a difference there's a difference between the seals and the trumpets. Okay, and so but all of these things, he said that everything, um, all these things must be fulfilled, and then the end will come. Whereabouts in Revelation do y'all feel that we are? Y'all, do y'all believe that all the trumpets have sounded? Or? I believe we're at the seals. We're not at the trumpets. Seals? Of course, like what Gerald breaking down. Trumpets. Yeah, trumpets begin. Yeah, the, we are. We're very close, and the trumpets begin with the seal.
only ones that are found written in the book of the Lamb. So only the ones of us who have repented of our sins and accepted Christ as our Messiah, we're definitely the ones that are going to be And then they're going to be, they're going to be taken away to Jerusalem through God, through the appearance of Christ. So when Christ comes, and remember he said he's going to send angels, it's going to be a great earthquake. We're going to get sealed. There's going to be a great earthquake, and then the people that are sealed are going to be removed while the first trumpet begins to blow. Yep. But in other words, we're going to go like we're we're going to be kept from tribulation because the tribulation comes after Jacob's trouble. So that's remember we were trying we were trying to explain it to you. Well, that's what we just read. We just read about we just read about Jacob's trouble. So we got a little bit more um, from what we were discussing with you guys about Jacob's trouble in Jeremiah thirty and Daniel twelve about what that time will be. Saying that it's like a it's a it's a it's a perfect time of persecution and a time of trouble like no one has ever seen. But then the Great Tribulation is even worse, you know. And so we believe that right now we're going through right now we're in we're in the be beginning. The beginnings of Jacob's trouble, which is right in the middle of these seals. Okay. And so this yeah, this so is this understanding it's 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 something because this understanding these these really looking at this and, and breaking these things down, um, just the churches, some of some of them, not all the churches. Some of them are not talking about this, you know, and this is the this is the reason why some of these things seem new to a lot of us. You know, it was new to me and Ashley. You know, it was new to us. Jesus led us in the Holy Spirit to take a look at this and to examine these these books a little bit closer. So as to have this understanding, even in the second Exodus, you know, nobody is talking about none of these things. And so Jesus wants us to know now because this is this is what we're about to go into. So um, if, if um, nobody has anything else, we'll go ahead and end there. And, and um, like we were saying, the next in the next sermon is going to be the next part of this. And we're going to go a little bit more into um, this portion that we were just reading about with the ceiling and the second exodus. And all of our people returning, us and all of our people returning back to Jerusalem. And what that means, what that looks like um, going in all the way into Revelation 7 and continuing into 8. And further on, and looking at um, why this is, why that um, when we were looking at that, why that we there was no um, rapture mentioned yet, and we'll actually go and look at um, what it is, which is in at the end of First Corinthians, where um, Paul talks about when the rapture actually happens. So we'll take a look at that on the next part. Blessings, everybody. We hope you guys have a beautiful wonderful rest of your shabbat we love you all <laughs> we love you too blessings to y'all too all right okay.